Monday afternoon, 537, time to check out what's on the shelf and what is in the most recently finished stack of books on Rick's reading list. Uh, I'm not even exactly sure how to describe this one. It's called Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter is the story by John Douglas, the FBI agent. And the full title is Mindhunter, Inside the FBI's Elite Serial Crime Unit. And this is a book from 2017. Yes, if you're, if you're thinking that you recognize that term, Mindhunter, yes, Netflix did turn this into a series. But in this particular book by John Douglas, he basically is taking us inside a behind-the-scenes chronicle of Douglas, who spent 25 years in the— um, he spent 25 years in the FBI and basically did everything he could to use psychological profiles to go about putting together um, a way to put away criminals. So he talked about behavioral science was one of the first terms that was out there, behavioral science. But he said that one of the very first things he wanted to do when he ultimately took over this particular unit is he wanted to take the BS out of behavioral science. Because when he started doing this in the 1970s, this whole notion of using a psychologist or a psychiatrist to figure out the motives or to figure out what somebody might be thinking and why they might be doing something, Douglas said there was an awful lot of pushback. There were a lot of people who weren't that interested in it, that what they really wanted is they just wanted good old-fashioned police work. But what he does is he goes through tons of different stories and explaining exactly what his thinking was, why he thought what he did, why his evaluation of these individual criminals was what it was. And he does it all in this book called Mindhunter, behind the scenes of literally some of the most gruesome and yet at the same time fascinating and challenging cases, and frankly into some pretty deep places and dark places in terms of these killers. He became legendary in law enforcement as he went after people like Son of Sam and, and, and wanted to learn more about him, wanted to know more about Manson. He wanted to know more about uh, a person who was hunting prostitutes for sport in Alaska. He wanted to know what was going on with the Atlanta child murderers. He wanted to know what was going on with Seattle's Green River Killer. Um, he really was a model, ultimately, for Jack Crawford, the character in Silence of the Lambs. That was basically crafted after Douglas. But the thing that was fascinating to me about it was the in-prison interviews that he did with these killers. Many of them were already in prison, and he hadn't had anything to do with necessarily catching them. But as he was putting together 
this group that was going to be um, basically uh, in charge of, of these kinds of things, the support unit, the investigative support unit, or the ISU at the FBI. He said he needed to know more about the people and know more about what went into their thinking. And so he studied and he interviewed and sometimes confronted and asked questions of people like Charles Manson, who he said was just a tiny, tiny person at maybe five foot two. How could somebody who was five foot two get people to follow him like Manson did? And he says it was curious because as he sat there and waited for him to come into the prison where they were going to be doing the interview, Manson walked over, went to the head of the table and sat down on top of the chair, not sitting down like he would sit on the seat, but basically he put his feet where the seat are and he sat at the top of the chair back, which made him taller and appear bigger. Oftentimes when he would talk to his followers, who said he would sit up on a stone and look down on them. So the fact that he was only five feet, two inches tall, didn't necessarily register on his followers. Ted Bundy was another one. He talked about somebody that was uh, another, frankly, um, inspiration in Silence of the Lambs, somebody who literally, after he would kill somebody, he was a predator, that he would literally take and he would peel off the skin of the victims. Now, there are times in the story that it is somewhat gruesome. I don't think that he does it, though, in a way that's salacious. He is simply recounting the stories as it relates to the facts in a case. So it is done very much in a matter-of-fact kind of way, which I think after doing what he did for 25-some years, that's the only way that you possibly could be. He said that, frankly, the fact that this was what he did made it so that he wasn't necessarily a great father sometimes because he would look at his daughter's and they would fall off their bike and need stitches and think, well, that's nothing compared to the 560 stitches that I had to see this other child who had been killed in order for them to get her ready for burial. Why was this interesting to me? I, I don't know that that's necessarily uh, of interest, but after I went through uh, another book, remember we did one here on Rick's reading list that was talking about Devil in the White City, which goes back to the 1800s and the Chicago World's Fair, and the person who was really America's first serial killer, this just led me to think about, well, who are the people that go after, and how do they solve these types of cases? And in Mindhunter, you get a much better understanding of what goes into figuring out how these people think and why they do what they do. Because if officers can figure out why they do what they do, they have a much better idea of figuring out where they might do it next. And so they want to not only stop them, but ultimately capture, arrest them, and keep them from doing anything more. It is not for everyone, but if this is something that you are interested in, sort of the real crime, real drama, those sorts of shows, and of course Netflix has made it very, very popular by turning it into a series, 
but I can strongly recommend checking out Mindhunter. If this is something that interests you, the police work that goes into this, the investigation that goes into it, John Douglas makes a compelling read from his book called Mindhunter, Inside the FBI's Elite Serial Crime Unit. He really is the one who took BS out of behavioral science and turned it into the FBI's investigative support unit. And they've done an awful lot to stop some of the worst of the offenders out there.